southern elsewhere. What we once believed dead has returned. Cal grunted and his rage of dragons emerged. Now more powerful than ever. The time has come to reignite the fires of the Dragon Guard. by our side and together we will end this season of the dragon last week on lore seekers when I look at ESO I feel like you know, again, years down the road, we're looking back. I feel like ESO, if they did anything in the MMO space, in the very least, they really put a staple on dynamic content. I would like to see Oblivion's arena fully realized in ESO. In that PvP arenas. You know? Because it's very lore-friendly, actually. So, I would love to see 1v1s and 2v2s. Friends, we thought that in the spirit of the season... We would cover some of the darker lore of Elder Scrolls as we approach the Witches Festival. Greetings, travelers. Welcome to the Lore Seekers podcast. Grab an ale and join our two adventurers as they share their tales of misadventure in the land of Tamriel. Here they are at their usual table. Jibs and cash. Dragons. Dragons be <sighs> everywhere. Why are you out of breath? I was running from dragons. The correct answer is... <gasps> correct answer is, I was watching cops. <laughs> watching Life PD. Is that, is that so lore-breaking? Nowadays, it's Dragon PD around these parts. <laughs> That's what we do. It is what we do. What can I get you, boys? Hey! So I was looking at the menu and I have a quick question. Why is there a Granteed soda? Are we idolizing him now? I'll take that, because it sounds good. I understand, you know, business. Business gotta make money. A soda. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. Amateur hour. I will have the uh, Hollow Jack pumpkin ale, please. Coming right up. <laughs> well. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. Oh, 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 you're a dick. So what's going on? Well, that's not news. What's going on? That's probably the most loaded question that you could have possibly asked in regards to this week. Condense it into 30 seconds. Oh, that will never happen. <laughs> I don't know. Did you know who your co-host was? I was just Do you wondering. know who I am? Do you know who I am? <laughs> Are you yeah, joking? 30 seconds. Okay. Condense it into 30 seconds. Been off work. 
playing a lot of ESO. Giant patch came. A DPS took a kick in the nuts. <laughs> I'm playing my Magicka Warden again. Oh. I'm drinking heavily. Week over. Wow. And I'm happy. You know, Let I, me add that at the end. I almost feel like I've been I'm left... I'm not mad. <laughs> I almost feel like I've been left wanting because I'm so used to the way you open the show. So, Well, now it's going to be a 45-minute show. Congratulations <laughs> to you. <laughs> oh, well. It's what happens when you... When you censor me, I don't like censorship. Oh, you're a free spirit. I am such a free spirit. I'm a bird. I gotta fly. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna belabor it right here in the intro. I mean, we we got a lot of crap to talk about. About how our week's gone and all of the fun stuff that uh, has come down in the ESO space in the last week. Yeah, those patch notes are really hitting you in the face, aren't they? Yeah, we'll talk about it though. <laughs> Wrote a song uh, about it. Want to hit? Here go. Here we go. But uh, yeah, no, it's been a fun week. Uh, it's been a it's been a good week of self reflection when it comes to ESL about why you're playing what you're playing, if what you're playing is truly what you really want to be playing, and if it's yeah. something you want to stick with. Yeah, my my temp. I had to talk my Templar off a cliff. <laughs> he was he was feeling real bad about himself. He's like, I'm tired of giving breath of lives. Starting yesterday, I'm ready for a breath he of was, death. He was feeling real bad. He's like, my my jabs they used to be strong and firm, and now they're limp. They don't work the way they used to. I don't know what to do. It's an interesting I'm use in of a verbiage. Glass case of emotion. <laughs> Come on, step down. It ain't that freaking bad. Okay, oh. that was me to my Templar. That's about so. Yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. Uh, it's pretty accurate. It's, uh, when you're in the trenches there, and you're on the other end of the line, just the self-realization of your DPS now sucking completely. I mean, at least, uh, well, I don't want to get too much. I want to save. I want to save what we can. Yeah, we're gonna save. I'm gonna save. We're gonna save. These are save. these are called teasers, my friends. Called teasers. <laughs> we're teasing you for what we're gonna talk about. Um, yeah. We're gonna, I'm going to leave it right there. I'm going to let you all wonder how we actually feel about this whole thing. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a fun week. It, it really has. Um, busy. I've been very, very busy with real life. Uh, so it's been good. It's been good, though. There's a, it's another good week. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how to elaborate. It's, just been, it's been a good one. I got a glass Chat of basil. What? Milk was a bad choice, and I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> Love that movie. Oh, that's funny. Anyway, well, we got a we got a jam packed show. Uh, we got a lot we're talking. Quite frankly, I say this all the time, but I mean it. Uh, we have a lore lesson. It's gonna blow your mind. In fact, I don't yeah, even know what it is because he stopped putting them in the show notes. But I'm sure it's, it's really good. Ooh, I should I should probably pull it up. It's a spooky war lesson because there's very very scary things going on in Tam Wheelway now. It's scary. Oh, shit's getting real, dude. <laughs> It is. It's getting real. You want to tell him or you want to make him wait? Yeah, no, we're going to do, we're doing the uh, lore lesson this week on Lord Hollowjack. What? Because as of the release of this show, my friends, you will be in the midst of the Witches Festival. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. (laughs) I feel like I need a hockey mask right now. You do. I just got this overwhelming urge. Can't imagine and a why. knife. And, a and knife. bad decisions. And bad decisions. <laughs> yep. 
Well, anyway, if you listen to last week's show... Uh, wait, we didn't even introduce the show. Hey, welcome. This is Lore Seekers. We talk Elder Scrolls Online. We've been around a while. Uh, we've yet to introduce ourselves on the forums. But anyway, <laughs> uh, this is Volume 5, Episode 13. Uh, we are your hosts. I'm Jibs. Joined by Cash. Hi. Yeah. Hi. I'm the worst half of this relationship. You are absolutely the heathen. The worst half. You are. I'm the heathen. You're the angel. And I'm mm. the heathen. Pretty little angel. That's what I am. Ugh. I'm just a... Yeah. All right. So anyway, <laughs> if you missed Ugh. last week's show, <laughs> we answered your fan mail, talked to GameSpot and ESO, and the next, uh, at least the next year of content for ESO. ESO support, really. Uh, we had some more details on Dragon Hall at the time, and a new lore lesson on Nocturnal, the Daedric Prince of Darkness. It's a scary, scary month. Yeah, it is. But this week on the show, which we're talking the Witches Fest. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. I know. I love it. Dude, literally. Our favorite. Okay, we're going to break time here. We're going to we're gonna have a little dragon break here. It's literally happening tomorrow. It literally is. We're giving you an inception right now. Yeah, this is inception. Inception. We're two dreams. We're two dreams deep at this point. All right. Yeah. There's no we're going recording back. on Wednesday. Yeah. But by the time you listen to this show yeah. on in your ear holes, it's already out. First time was an airplane. Second time, I don't know where we're at. In a warehouse. Anyway, right. There's that. Uh, so yeah, super stoked about that. We get to talk about that. First impressions of Dragonhold. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's all spoiler free. You don't have to worry about any spoilers. You just sit back, relax, enjoy yourself a. Good drink of coffee, whatever you're doing. However you listen to the show. Just uh, enjoy it. That's all there is to it. Oh, yeah. And, and he said the lore lesson on Holojack, so. Anyway. Pretty saying they like my spooky decor in my in my dojo. Thank you. Your dojo. I love it. Yeah, this is my recording. My podcast recording dojo. I need to hang something here where they can see it. Oh, yeah. By the way, folks, we're streaming live at twitch.tv slash podcast, and we're on our way to push to partner. Tell your friends. Tell your wives. Come watch the show. We appreciate the crap out of you. I need something hanging right here. I don't know what. Maybe like a... What's spooky? What's creepy? Maybe down in this area? Huh? Uh, something spooky and creepy? Like a noose? Uh, no. No? No. Uh, why don't you go with something traditional like a pineapple? A pineapple? Yeah. They have all those spikes and stuff on it. It's <laughs> not it. Wrong season? towards eggplant. All right, so anyway, well, everyone, let's get started. You ready to get started? Ugh. Yeah, let's do this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll send a picture of Cash. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you must get a framed picture. I should get a vintage picture and hang it right here. That'd make it, man, that'd be creepy AF. Of me like this? Yeah, I'd do it, though. That'd be funny stuff. Eyes wide, mouth yeah. wide open. Oh, no. Let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate podcasting. <laughs> Loud noises. <laughs> Say some stupid crap sometimes. Oh, man. That's what I should do. You know, anybody who sends us, we should, like, if we get any fan, like, people sending us stuff, we should, uh, I should just hang it here. It's be a weird wall of fan memorabilia. That's what it should be. Starting with cash with hair. Dude, this chat. Oh, Chad is my bane right are now. They breaking I'm trying you right not now? To, I'm trying not to read and laugh. They're oh. cracking me up. Oh, there you go. Well, I'll help you. All right. So anyway, folks, the spooky season is here. 
it is here, and we're excited that it's back. This is the spooky season is here with the return of the Witches Festival. And it's coming to us from ESO Official. And anytime I say that, I don't I don't know if it's conveyed properly, but ElderScrollsOnline.com. All right. Uh, so here we go. Quote: Battle Tamriel's monsters, get double XP, and earn creepy new rewards during the Witches Festival in-game event. Learn everything you need to know about the frightening fate year. All right. So, you want to give them the details? How long it's going? Sounds very scary. Yeah, so the Witches Festival, which typically in Tamriel is on the 13th of Frostfall. So, if we're going by the timeline, we've already passed it. However, Thursday, October 24th at 10 a.m. If you're downloading the show today, Friday, it started yesterday. And it ends... Way too soon, if you ask me. Monday, November 4th at 10 a.m. EST. It will be over. I feel like... bummed out. I don't know if it's because it's our favorite event or because it just happens once a year, but I feel like it's too short. I feel like it's way too short. I really do. I, I wish that they would start these events like the second week. Mm-hmm. Not the third uh, yeah, I agree. I want more time to with it. To get some more time. Yeah. yeah. I just, I just, and I'm not thinking to get gear of, from it or anything. I'm just literally thinking just to enjoy it, you know, that much longer. Right. I love, I so, love, oh, I love Halloween and I love Halloween. Christmas. I love New Life. So yeah. the only thing that this means to me when it ends is that New Life is coming relatively soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's my favorite one. So oh, yeah. So like I was even Chad is saying it it used to start on the 13th. Well, that it makes total sense that they would start it on the 13th of Frostfall. Frostfall in our world is October. Right. So actually it only lasts for one day. So <laughs> that would suck. They're like, "Oh yeah, if you can't play on the 13th, sorry, it's over." Deuces. But yeah, the Witch's Festival in Elder Scrolls Online or in Elder Scrolls Lore is on the 13th of Frostfall and only lasts for one day. So at yeah. least we're getting it for a week and change. Right, right, right. So uh, I'm excited for it. Uh, and you know, to those who who've never experienced the Witches Festival, you know, I experienced mine for the first time last year. This is the uh, only ever been the second one I'm getting ready to enjoy. You can earn all kinds of things during this, and we're gonna get to that in a second. But the main thing is, if you're considering leveling an alt, now is the time. If you're thinking of leveling a new character, you need to really push right now. I know somebody who is. <laughs> um, He's like, let's just get the show over with so I can go can roll we my Can please sword. just roll the credits? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, during this chilling celebration, you can enjoy a 100% XP boost, receive, a creepy, uh, receive creepy collectibles, excuse me, and acquire event tickets. So here's how you do it. Yeah. You got to navigate to the holiday section of the Crown Store and acquire the free quest. The quest is entitled The Witch Mother's Bargain. Oh my god, I'm getting chills. To receive the Witch Mother's Whistle Memento, you do the quest, you get the memento. Yeah, yeah. If you've already completed the quest before, you do not need to do it again because you probably already have the crow collar in your mementos. All you got to do is whip it out. And I'm sorry, what? And whistle. That's all okay. you have to do. 
So to summon the the whistle, just summon the Witch Mother's Cauldron, which grants you and your party a two-hour 100% XP buff that stacks with all other XP bonuses. So the Witch Mother's Cauldron is the thing that you pull out and put right on top of the clicky-clicky that everybody wants to get to, like a chest or an entryway or a crafting station or one of those things. You freaking trolls! Put it in a clear area. Thank you very much. That's your ESO tip for the day. Anyway, you're going to use your Witch Mother's Cauldron to transform your character into a spoopy undead. Now note, if you do not, or you do not have to use the Witch Mother's Cauldron to gain the XP buff, just the whistle. The cauldron mm-hmm. cannot be summoned in Cyrodiil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if, if you like, and like you said, if you've already done this, boom, you just go through there, get your whistle and get to work. And that, and by the way, this, and you know, I know again, it was, it was mentioned, but I'm going to reiterate your XP can stack. So if you, if you've been holding on to experience scrolls, now's the time to use them as well. Get that stuff up to 150 XP, man. Get stacked. Get shit done. Yup. That's, that's kind of my personal mantra. I just can't put on a shirt because I want my child to see it. He's very honest. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So if you want to get some... Yeah, he's, uh, yeah. Anyway, that's another story for another time. Anyway, so rewards for the Witches Fest. All right? You want to get some goodies? Well, here you go. During the festival, you can earn some frightful Witches Festival-themed items, collectibles, and more simply by defeating Cash's Laughing at Chat, Boss Monsters, and Looting Plunder Skulls. When you tear open a Plunder Skull, you can earn the following. New pieces of the skeleton marionette memento. I nailed that word. Marionette. Combine all oh, ten pieces to craft totally this Totally hard word. Well, it threw me for... You know, I see what you did there. Hollowjack motif pages or books. <laughs> pieces of the apple bobbing cauldron memento. You gotta combine all seven pieces to craft that one. Uh, a room box containing a witch's festival themed mask. Ooh. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, witch's festival themed recipes, including furniture and furniture recipes. So if you want that spooky outhouse... There you go. That's not a thing. Don't get your hopes up. Uh, Bewitching alchemy, reagents, and styling materials, and an assortment of creepy and items. I don't know why. Oh my god, are you done yet? What? what? (laughs) Dude, we just got fat raided by Zynode. I have to say it. Dude. Zynode, you're awesome, buddy. Every week. Real quick shout out. I want to say this on air because I want to make sure you hear this. I know you're here. Zynode, we have a have, and this is to everybody who who's here. What this man's builds mean to somebody? We had a very close friend of ours that's been friends of ours for years, right. who seriously went through a huge health um, problem. They could not use anybody's builds. They got to the point where they were, they just kind of broke down. They were upset, and then they tried Zynode's easy sort build. That build. Save them in more ways than you will ever know, my friend. And I want to make sure you understand just how important your builds are and how much we appreciate the freaking crap out of you. Right. You are this awesome. Is, this is just one example of how Zynode makes his builds accessible. Yes. You to everybody. Will, you will never and, know how much that meant. And this person is very near and dear to our hearts. So to hear that, she sent us an email. To hear that story... We are gonna we're gonna tell that story when we have you on the show. Oh, 
<laughs> Rich is in chat. What's Shh, up, Rich? He's right there. Or Hello, Rich. Reaction. So anyway, thank you, Zynode. You're amazing. You will be on this show soon. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, soon. love you. Thanks, buddy. I just want to give you much respect. I want to let you know that. You're awesome. Much love. And hello uh, to you, Rich. Welcome. Rich is here with the goats. <laughs> What's up, Rich? Good to see you, man. There's lots of goats. Uh, okay. so Sorry, just, I didn't mean to interrupt that. But No, you're fine. When, when your face starts puckering up, I'm like, either you're holding back a fart or you mm. got to talk. So I just got to... You know, I don't make... hold back farts. Oh, okay. I don't hold... I let them go. Okay. And I'm proud of them. I claim them. Okay. okay. All right. Well, in that case, in addition to all of this, the first time you defeat each different type of... Sorry, that whiskey kind of... Whiskey bottle kind of smashed the mic stand. Anyway, uh, each time the first time you defeat each different type of boss each day, you'll receive a Dramora Plunder Skull. Uh, this special reward contains the same kind of items in the regular skulls. What? Stop <laughs> reading chat, <Oops>. dude. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's too good. Oh, my gosh. You know, we have this thing, for those who are listening... We do our best to, to maintain the stru the audio integrity, but we purposely put this in chat, you know, see if they can break us. It doesn't take much. That's all. It no, it doesn't take it much. It really doesn't to break take me. much. No, no. You're easy. Yeah. The funny part <laughs> that I laughed at was when Rich said isn't Zyno the dude that makes the weird builds that everyone complains about. <laughs> it's true. Uh, oh man. No, what I love about Zyno is that he proves people wrong. That's right. With builds and whiskey off the keyboard now. And I'm not saying that just from like reading stuff. I'm saying that from actually using that off balance Templar. That's oh, yeah. having some issues right now. I'm just <laughs> just throwing it out there. Well, you know, oh boy, we're gonna happens. talk about that. Yeah, we are gonna be talking about that. Sorry, but if you're all hearing that little ding ding ding, I got whiskey all over my keyboard. Anyway, uh, oh, I Ooh. messed the show notes up too. That's not good. But uh, anyway, so yeah. I love builds like that. I love experimental builds. I like trying new things. Yep. I say this, and can you give me a bleep? Yep. Ready? All right. Yeah. Uh, the meta and everything <laughs> tied to it. Do what you want. Play the way you want to play. And go out there and freaking drop the deeps or heals or take the crap out of things. That's all I'm saying. So, yeah. Until you die. No, it's... <laughs> you, you do whatever you want in the game until you die. Well, you... You die when you stand in the red. And then you hope that somebody that has a meta build yeah. saves your ass. Oh, well, there's that too. Okay. All right. I'm not disagreeing with you. I know you're not. I like you. You know, I can't really say much because I literally am always <laughs> dying in dungeons and I, and I hear you. Of course he's dead. Give him a res. That's what yep. I hear. I got him. That, that That's usually what you hear. We need, actually need to make a, a sound clip of that. Resing jibs. Resing jibs. There you go. Yep. You just recorded it, didn't you? I'm about to. Oh, for, oh gosh. Warm it up, Chris. All right. Anyway. So anyway, Dramora Plunder Skulls also have a chance to contain the following new items. We're talking brand spanking new. This has been in the game for a while. I don't know if you noticed this. Glenn Morrill Armor Outfit Style Page. Yup. It looks legit. It looks good. Yup. Looks real good. The Glenn Morrill Weird. I have we covered that on a lesson of the lores? Uh I don't uh yeah, well yeah. That was last year. We covered um I think we covered We did the Glen Moral Hagrave. Yeah, yeah, and some of the um I think we covered some of that. But I, I don't know if we covered Glen Moral or not. We might have. 
Uh, but anyway, I was really excited when I saw this because it looks super nature-y. Yeah. I like so, that. Agreed. Uh, it's very, like, I don't mean to just, like, say her for a minute, but it it feels very, um, like it was almost taken from the hides of animals and then died. Like, it looks very kind of, uh, like what yeah. you said, very wilderness-y feel yeah. to it. Very raw Yeah, they're feel. witches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. It's good. Uh, so then we've also got the Glen Moral treasure map, and you're like, well, what the heck does this do? Well, let me tell you. You, you, <laughs> you use this map to find Glen Moral weapon-style pages scattered all over Tamriel. Rich, I need you to send me a DM of where those are. Okay, thanks. Uh, new fest- <laughs> Witches Festival. I love that. Just quick note, the whole treasure map thing, because I've been playing an on-off game. When I'm dreaming of playing Sea of Thieves and actually having Cash play the game with me, I often play Red Dead Online, and I've been doing a whole lot of just treasure hunting. And it's so much fun. I look forward to doing this in Tamriel. Yar! Yar! We're going to be talking more about that in a few. Um, so anyway, Witches Festival Ritz. Those are brand new. They are available. You complete these Ritz to unlock an achievement that will earn you a new witch hat collectible and the witch title. Dude! Yeah. You want uh-huh. Yeah. I didn't expect to see the you know a get a witch hat or the witch title. I think it's awesome. I was wondering, since we have Rich in chat, can we get one that says, that's a huge witch? Huge <laughs> that witch, would be the, the ultimate friggin' title. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. I know. I love it when he comes in here. We can start asking him for shit. I know. Hey, can we get this? Hey, hey can, can we, we get, get that? that? Hey, could you change this? Hey, could you change that? And he's he's sitting, he's sitting in front of his computer going like this. No, 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 no. Flip you off. I flip you off. <laughs> You can't see me right now. I flip you off. Oh, that's so good. So just like last year, depending on the type of boss you slay, you'll receive one of two different types of Dramora motif pages. First up, we got final arena bosses drop Dramora. You know what? Why don't you give them this? Go. Why don't you? Why don't you give them the deets? All right. So uh, the two different Dramora motif page motif 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 pages. Final arena bosses drop Dramora motif pages for bows and legs. Dark anchor geyser bosses and zone dragons drop Dramora motif pages for daggers and clubs. You can get staves and belts from delve bosses. You can get helmets and maces from final dungeon bosses. You can get shields and boots from public dungeon and quest bosses. You can get swords and chests, chest pieces that is from final bo- final trial bosses. And finally, shoulders and axes you can get from world boss drops. I'd like to point out reading chat is very dangerous. I regret it's, this decision. It's incredibly dangerous. <laughs> I'm sorry, chat. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, gosh. So anyway, <laughs> there is the deets there. So event tickets are back. And during the Witch's Festival, the first time a boss drops a Dramora Plunder Skull, each day it'll earn... <sighs> You, two event tickets. I can't wait till tomorrow. Let's this stay is- up all night. Let's stay up all night. I know. Mom, can we make <laughs> bunk beds? <laughs> Shall we? Yep. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yep. That never gets old, ever. No, it will it never, never, ever, never ever does. get old. It never does. It never does. We're watching that and Tropic Thunder when I come over. That's all I'm saying. Party at Cash's house. I know. It's going to be good. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be good. And then we're having the meetup at E3. First ever Lore Seeker meetup. Hey, by the way, 
Uh, so we got we got that coming up, and uh, assuming Bethesda is at uh, uh, Zenimax is at E3, we will be there. We're gonna do a first ever live meetup with everybody, pictures and fun things and drinks and who knows whatever else happens. Uh, and it is California, California, da, da, da. and then November second, friends. That's even closer. We're doing a huge extra live stream. Huge. It's gonna be huge. All right. We got all kinds of things. We want to crush our $2,500 goal. So anyway, twitch.tv slash Seekers podcast. Mark it on your calendar. It's going to start at 12 p.m. EST, and we'll give you the deets coming uh, probably next week on next week's show. And on top yep. of that, um, you can look for that. Updates on our Twitter feed, twitter.com slash cast. doing a 24-hour, oh, for 18, 18-hour, uh, uh, extra live stream. Can we go 16? It'll be all day, all night, until we fall asleep. Extra live stream because we're old. Because <laughs> we're old. <laughs> so, oh man, <laughs> we'll leave the donations open for when we sleep. But the one thing that we're trying to avoid is this. There's certain things we're doing throughout the day just to keep make sure it keeps us up. <laughs> Why is our healer bouncing up against the cave wall? <laughs> You know what's really we're funny about that? Um, and and there's numerous times where I was your healer and we were in your dungeon and I totally was asleep for an entire poll. Well, that shows how much we needed you. I just needed to, to air that, put that out. I uh, There's legitimate times when we've done late night dungeon runs. I have not been there for you at all. Right. Right. And chat wants a left or right double double for every 20 bucks. You got Shoot. it, Mr. Von JJ. We'll do it for... <laughs> <laughs> count me in <laughs> count me in so anyway event tickets during the witches festival the first time a boss drops a Dramora plunder skull each day it'll also drop two event tickets this event will be your first opportunity to collect the berries needed to evolve your nascent Endric into the stunning pure snow Endric mount tell them what they get what sorry I was full of whiskey burp I needed you to take over oh, okay so we're doing the impresario and what they're what she's stocking Got it. During the event, the impresario will stock the following goods. <laughs> Snowberries of Bloom, all four Endric feathers, Glenmoral weapon outfit style pages and armor outfit style pages, skeleton marionette memento, apple bobbing memento, and witch's festival writ wrapped. Which makes me wonder, is there unwrapped Where versions? are the twigs? We have all the berries, but we don't have the twigs. <laughs> Note that all the above items when purchased from the impresario are bind on pickup. And non-tradable, all right? You can find the Impresario, for those of you who don't know, in Daggerfall, Davin's Watch, and Volkal Guard. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, yeah, yeah. this year, the Witches Festival has some returning items that are coming to the Crown Store, which makes us very excited. It does make Including us excited. Including the return of the Reaper's Harvest and Hollowjack Crown Crates. Thank God. I know they're going to put up a Crown Sale, too. This. Put that, dude, I'm just gonna say this. Um, put that shit up because I'm ready. I am ready to <laughs> empty my bank account. Jibs is freaking ready, yo. He's been saying. selling his body for at least the last three months. It's a solid six months. For these crowns. Kind of con- <laughs> concerned about my well-being, but I'm ready for crowns. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah, this year's crown store. Did you go? You didn't go over yet, did you? No. 
this year's Witches Festival also features some returning and new items. Right? This includes the return of the Reaper's Harvest and Hollowjack Crown Crates, the Hollowjack and Witches Coven Furnishing Packs, Houses, Polymorphs, and some new items, including the Kenbound Cinch Panther Mount and everyone's favorite, a.k.a. Kitty with a witch's hat, the Witch's Infernal Familiar Pet. That is a must-have if you are a fur kitty cat lover. If you're an American, that's a must-have. Buy mm-hmm. it. That's all to it. Yeah. Nothing wrong with other countries. I'm, I'm from America, so I just say it. You know, if you're a Canadian, then you need to have it. I'm really excited about the Witch's Festival, but <clears throat> there's something else. I know. There's something else that happened this week. I know. We're going to get to it. Now's that time, friends. And like I said earlier, it is our spoiler-free rendition of our first impressions of Dragon Hold. It's officially out. We've been sinking our teeth into it. And um, we've got some opinions. We've got our, our first take on Dragon yeah. Hold. Our first take. So right. let's talk about Dragon Hold first. Let's talk prologue. Can we really dive into prologue? I mean, like, look. I mean, like, we can give our impressions about that? I wouldn't or? say this. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to... can't do any spoilers. I wouldn't do right, any spoilers. Because right, right. there's no, no, probably no. Yeah, a yeah. fair amount of people that still haven't done that, especially sure. our console friends. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Might and, not have gotten through that yet. So... Yeah, I would just say this. And again, all this is spoiler-free, so relax. You're fine here, okay? Don't worry. You can keep listening. You don't have to skip ahead. Now, if you don't want to hear anything at all, then skip ahead about 15 minutes, 20 minutes, and the lore lesson on... Lord Hollowjack's coming up, so there's that. Or if you but, don't want to hear Jibs talk, just skip ahead for about the next 30 to 40 minutes. This is my life. This is my life. Come on, dude. What's a day without randomly kicking you in the nuts? Why did I choose this life? So anyway, I would just say this. The prologue, I completed it. Nor, You know, I said I was waiting around. What are you slurping on? Is that a slushy? It's empty coffee. Oh my gosh. What is that? That a, means a, that... A big no, chug? No, that means that is a definite move to whiskey. All right, there you go. You need to come down now. So you need a whiskey. I need a whiskey. Uh, so I would say this. I waited to do the prologue. I didn't get to do the prologue when I wanted to. I ended up doing it on the day of and getting caught up, finished the first, the Northern Elsewhere and the prologue so I could go in and just really focus on Southern Elsewhere. Here's the deal. I wish I would have waited two days beforehand. I think that's going to be my new method when I'm doing any new prologue is two days before that way it's fresh and then just go right into the next new thing. That being said, for me, I felt like it set it up perfectly. I felt like it was a great introduction. I felt like it was a very, very good cliffhanger to the things that were coming for me personally. I agree. You agree? And okay. Yes, I agree. And it took, I really, really took my time because I'm not going to go a day without doing my writs. I'm not going to go a day without doing my dailies. So sometimes if I don't have a ton of time to play yeah. and like... I'm gonna I'm gonna freely admit, like I miss questing, but running the Lore Seekers Guild is so much freaking fun. So all I wanna do like during my playtime is get in, log into Discord, and start running stuff with friends and talk to them and all that stuff. So while yeah. that's happening, I didn't have a ton of time to get through the prologue in one shot. So I kind of took it in chunks. I love the prologue. It, it does very good for setting things up. And I think just because of the trailers and all that stuff, we kind of knew some of the players. But there yeah. were yeah. some surprises in there and some 
some voices from the past in other games that I was really excited about hearing, and I'm not going to talk about them, but that's just in the prologue quest. You'll hear some familiar voices if you played some of the other Elder Scrolls games, and it just it made me really happy to, to hear that again. Um, the prologue itself was really cool. It introduces some new mechanics. It brings back some beloved characters, and it sets the, the pace for the last leg of our journey. Now, that being said, getting into Dragonhold, number one, it has sealed a place in my heart as one of my new favorite zones. Oh, yeah, dude. Because yes. it is like, I loved Northern Elsewhere, right? Just because of the history and the the architecture and the ties of that old architecture yeah. to our modern world, right? Yeah. yeah. But if you take that same landscape and you bring it to a below the equator type, if you can picture that. I mean, picture in our world everything that's below the equator for the most part. Um, a lot of areas below the equator are uh, very lush and green yeah, right. and um, and kind of dank areas. Well, there's a reason that Southern Elsewhere is one of the best places to grow moon sugar, right? Yep. Because it's so lush and green and they nailed it. Like it uh. is a gorgeous landscape and it doesn't have the scar i'm sorry i freaking hated the scar i hate navigating around the scar it is a pain in the butt but i'm not seeing any of that very much and i mean it's really easy to navigate the areas in um in palatine i love it yeah i loved the scars look it was after a while it was a little difficult um but i i still love the visuals like it's one of those things where it's like you keep if i keep coming back to something and I'm still wowed by the way that it looks. Then it's to me, it's amazing. You know, it's it's it, it keeps me coming back. You know, I, we say this all the time, Somerset. Holy yeah. shit! I mean, yeah. you know, just just go there and take a look around for ten minutes, and you'll see what we're talking about. And you know, you go, you translate to Southern elsewhere. I, it's so like, I mean, like it's seamless in the way that some of these things like transfer. So it's like, you know, it's <laughs> the at the area where the Khajiit are living and everything's well and everything's fine. And then you see the remains of the Kanatan flu. Um, right. And, and you know, it's just like, it just, it's just all of a sudden, boom, there it is. I'm like, Oh wow. What happened here? You know, and this stuff is just totally just trashed, you know? Yeah. And so I would say on a visual appeal and look, we're still sinking our teeth into this. And I I can tell you for sure, I'm I'm taking my sweet time on this, because this hands down, and I don't mean to to move on if you still want to talk visuals, hands down, this is shaping up to be one of the, one of my personal favorite storylines ever in Elder Scrolls Online. Yes, we did, we did have that conversation the other day. Yeah, it Mm -hmm. is intricate, it's so, like, it's so well done. Because there's so many layers to this story, and it's just like <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. It's a perfect narrative to me. It's like there's just so many. Like you hit this high point, and then you get to you know you get this huge piece of action. And then on top of that, you know after the action's over, you get this like meaningful conversation, and it's just it's hitting all the right notes, and it's so well done 
that I just, oh my gosh, I texted you yesterday. I'm like, this is literally shaping to be probably my favorite story, period. Yeah, and I can period. see why. I don't want to to spoil it for anybody, but I know why it's your favorite story. Um, it it brings a really good sense of having to crest this massive hill and not know how you're going to do it, but taking little chunks at a time yeah, to attain your goal. And I know that's incredibly vague. Yeah. But, you know, for the auspices of the show and not ruin anything for anybody, you're going to love the story there's there are some surprises like there's some i i got i've gotten to some points in the story where i'm like all right i'm ready let's do this it's time yeah and then there's a twist and you're like oh yeah okay exactly and then the, okay here's the other thing the attention to detail and the, oh my god i have so much i want to talk about the attention to detail of the things inside the story that you're playing yeah. And how Zoss has made some of these intricate details hinted at on the outside. Yes. And then being able to see those things in game. I'm going to have to wait until a future show to tell you the exact thing I'm talking about. But there was something that I saw very early on in the storyline. And it was during one of those surprise moments where I was like, oh, this is a twist. And then I noticed something and I just went, oh my God, that is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. So I'll have to share that at a a future time, but there are those moments and that has what made me, that's what makes me so excited. Now, everybody knows that there are certain things that are locked behind you going through the quest line and rebuilding the Dragon Guard. That is a thing that is known. That's well known. Yeah. It's well known. When that takes place and you get to see and start doing those things, this storyline will blow you away. It's that was very, uh, yeah. awesome. Yeah. I agree 100%. Uh, it's, oh, I don't know. It's it's unique. It, it It's meaningful. It, it hits. And look, I'm just like... <laughs> We're still sinking our teeth into this. And, and you know, even uh, not even the main storyline, but the side quests, you're right. seeing reoccurring characters that had that you interacted with on Northern Elsewhere that clearly things have happened since you've seen them last time. Right. And then you're just hearing them talk and like, oh, my gosh, some these these people, you start to care for them. You know, it's like you have that connection from Northern Elsewhere. Speaking of caring for characters... I may or may not have fallen in love with a third NPC. Really? Yes. Yes. All right. Aaliyah, mm-hmm. who you will meet, mm-hmm. who you will meet, and I don't think this is spoiler. She's half Red Guard and half Imperial, I believe. She is freaking adorable, and dirty-ass old man might be in love with her. I'm just saying. That's you know, it's fun. funny you say that. I, I went thing. to, uh, you, you mentioned adorable. I went into the tavern. Because, you know, Lore Seekers, we, we do the show out of a tavern. It's natural. One of the first places I go is a tavern. So I walk in the tavern, and there happens to be a barkeep who's so incredibly innocent and sweet. I'm like, 
Oh, isn't she cute? I'm not going to spoil anything or name or any of that. But anyway, you go there and you interact and you're like, aw. Yeah. It's just an aw, dad. You moment. better sit Aww. on your hands, weirdo. My hands are up. I am in, and I'm innocent of this thing. Did I just cross the line? Did I cross yeah. the threshold? Uh, a little bit. I mean, I was saying how cute it was, you know. Yeah. Welcome fashion. to Wednesday. Yeah, there's that. Happy. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to Wednesday, guy. Happy, happy Wednesday. So anyway, I would say, you know, just first impressions. As far as a story standpoint, I love it. I love the way Pel- uh, um, the story's been done. Pelotine as a city, I really like the way that it's laid out because it's not it's not convenient, super convenient to get anywhere, but it requires you to do just enough to get to where you need to go that it you, you invest yourself into where you're going or you know just that extra mile just to. Just to get there, and I know that's kind of confusing sounding, probably, but it really it's not is. Super, I was kind of falling asleep for a second. What it's you not. <laughs> it's not super easy to get to where you need to go, and it's. But it's nice because it takes you to certain locales of the city that I'm just like, wow, this is cool looking. You know, the crafting area is all one hot spot. Yes. I like it. Yes. Now, do you think it's good enough to replace Vardenfell? I haven't done as a crafting city. Yeah, I have I haven't done Ritzer yet, so I don't know the the drop point. But I would say this: um, I think this is hands down the most convenient crafting location. Period. I think we've said <laughs> we've said so that close. about every single new chapter. Uh, well, they this keep getting more convenient. I love it. This is the yeah. best place ever. They keep yeah. <laughs> they keep getting more convenient. Now, see, I love the fact that you loved Pelotine because I am in love with. Senchal. I love really? it. And I, yeah, so here's the other thing. This is just a small little lore thing. I was really concerned whether or not it was Senchal or Senchal. But when you listen uh-huh. to the NPCs in the game, they all call it Senchal. So I was like, Vindification, yeah. <laughs> On my pronunciation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But see, I love Senchal because there's so much history there. Like, that's yeah. where the Manhattan flu started. Right. That's it's where like it showed zero. up. Yes. Yeah. And um, there's just, there's so much history there. And because of the devastation of the Manhattan flu, that's why you have the influx of the um, insatiables, insatiables, inglorious bastards. I don't know what you call the people, the... The mean I people, want them scalps, the not good people, <laughs> the you know bandits, assassins, yeah, pirates, pirates yar. They're oh, all man. down there, smugglers. They're taking advantage of a downtrodden city, and that city was devastated, and a lot of it was burned, and yeah. a lot of those uh, downtown streets are, um, they still show the remnants of the Manhattan flu, even though they're trying to recover. But when you really think about it, think about the history, that's where the High Elves showed up to help the Khajiit. Right. And walked through those streets that were just destitute and dirty and, you know, ran over with the flu, and they didn't care. They came in to help. I mean, for ulterior motives, but they came in to help, and then eventually the Khajiit thanking them for helping them and being fearless in helping their, their people. Um, they ended up joining the Eldmere Dominion. So 
small lore lesson right there but that's why like when i walk into Senchal, i'm like okay this there's so much freaking kajiti history here that i just want to walk around and walk in every single door and read every book and you know chat brings up a good point i love that there's imperials there that aren't uh i can't say that on air aren't poopy heads <laughs> yeah so i would say that i agree with that simply because it I think that so far what also I'm seeing is Southern Elsewhere when I talk about layers is that you're getting these these personalities that are are different from the norm and you're able to relate with these people. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and so that being said, you get to see a different side. So you're seeing like Imperials that you're... I felt for this Imperial. If you do a side quest, you'll totally get what I'm saying. But it's just... You see a different side of races than you normally wouldn't see. Chat's not even paying attention. <laughs> so let me say this. If you had to currently, and look, again, we're scratching the surface. We're sinking our teeth into this. We're going to keep talking about this through the coming weeks. If you had to grade your first impressions of Dragonhold, where are you at right now? Before we get to patch notes, because we're going to be talking about So if you had to grade your experience so far let's focus this down in southern elsewhere one being awful 10 being the best what grade do you give it i am not super deep into it i'm about an hour into the main story and i'm going to explain why when we talk about our next little segment so I don't feel like I could give it a fair assessment, but based on visuals and story so far, A minus. Okay. And the A minus is because it's there's always a number, room for improvement. But all right, yeah, all right. <laughs> so is that That's like a, a stupid supervisor thing? Is that there's like always a, room for improvement? Nobody gets five stars. So like, uh, if you were to give that a number, would that be like a nine and a half? Oh, we're doing the number scale, not the letter scale. Well, I said one to ten. Yeah, it would be know, a nine and a half. I could see how you would get confused with letters there. It would be a nine and a half. That, oh, that okay. would, that, that's for sure. Yeah. On visuals and story, so far, nine and a half. And the fact that my Templar could still kill things, no problem in PvE. Yeah. But we're going to get to that. Yeah, I would give it an IGN grade of a 9.8. Absolutely. 9. Ooh, 8. IGN grade. Yeah, they always do the that's weird like numbers. That's like a Netflix grade. It's, it's of, like a 9.45678. That's like a yeah. Rotten Tomatoes grade, dude, which is literally hard as crap to get anything more than friggin' four tomatoes. I love what I'm seeing so far. I really do. Yeah, um, me too. All joking aside, so there's that. All right, you ready to talk patch notes? Because there's a few things we want to touch on. We're not going to put anyone to sleep, but there's a few things that we need to talk about. And I'm really glad you put that in the show notes. I'm seeing it now of a particular build that you're working on. This person... Right. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. if they're very well known in the ESO community. I've been there. personally subscribing them for a long time. We're going to get there. For sure. Okay. Uh, All right, I, so. do, I do want to give a little disclaimer, though. Okay. Because had I had these next things that we're going to talk about not became an issue, like as base gameplay things, and when I say issue, I mean uh, they became number one in my mind, like, oh, crap. Okay, I got to figure something out. And here's here's the reason why. There were a lot of changes made to... I mean, there's item sets and all kinds of other stuff. And just as a real quick synopsis, 
there were a lot of changes made to gameplay. In particular, a lot of changes made to uh, your builds. A ton. I... If I'm going to do PV on a character, it has to be on a character that I am in love with and comfortable with and want to take through just about everything. So when I started messing around with my build and started noticing some major changes, I went, okay, wait a minute. I need to focus on this for right now before I go back to the story. Because I want to be doing the story on the character that I consider my main. Now, that may seem totally weird to some of you, but it's not to me. This is just how I play the game. Now, with that being said, let's talk about some of the things that are new and we're eventually going to get to talk about builds. Absolutely. So with Dragonhold, obviously there's a lot of changes. You know, if you listen to the show, we purposely didn't really get into patch notes very much. And honestly, the only time we'd really get into patch notes is something like some kind of meaningful change. And usually it's a new chapter release or a DLC release, okay? And so this week on the show, actually we had someone message me, uh, DM me on Discord the other day. I wanted to know if we're going to go, if we do patch notes and where they can find a lake. I'm like, eh, we don't do it very often, but here you go. So one thing I wanted to detail is, look, I'm going to say this. I normally do not read patch notes to their full extent. I would highly recommend for any person who is here in chat and for anybody who is listening Go find these patch notes and take a look because they are without a doubt worth reading. In in the show, you're saying you don't normally read them out in the show. We don't do like a detailed, you know, uh, yeah. point by point yeah, thing yeah. in the show because yeah. you would all be asleep and you would all, you would hate us. Yeah. And also, I mean, like I normally don't get. I will read, you know, certain areas, things that really like, okay, I need this, I need to know that, this kind of thing. I usually kind of pick apart patch notes on my own personal time of what I need to see and what I need to read as far as the, the if you were to put something on a microscope kind of detail. But this time, I really went through them, and I'm really, really pleased, um, concerned, scared, afraid, all the things, you know. He so, texted me a lot in the last couple of days. I did text you a lot. That's a lot. Actually, actually kind of accurate. Now it was says. really nice. Oh, my god! It was really right. nice to... We got new sets, everybody. Oh, for... oh. We got new sets. <laughs> we do. We have new sets. So, in this update, and I know some of these we mentioned in the past, um, some are being considered the new best in slot items. It's up to you for... It's up for uh, you to decide. But there are six new item sets to obtain. Three item sets that drop from Southern Elsewhere and three that are crafted. Now, you're probably wondering, like, why are you going over this? Well, there's certain things I feel like there's a lot of people who don't realize are there unless they're reading patch notes to kind of give you a heads up before you go in and elsewhere. All right, Southern Elsewhere. So here's what we got. For Overland, we're looking at Marauder's Haste. It's a light set. It's up to 129 Magicka Recovery, 1096 Max Magicka, and 129 Magicka Recovery. When you cast a Damage Shield ability, increase your movement speed by 20% for 9 seconds. PvP. And my, that's exactly where I was going. <laughs> PvP exactly set. Exactly where I was going. That's a, that could be a very fun and useful PvP set. I like it. Absolutely. For an Overland set, I'm really pleased Really pleased to see that. Agreed. That'd be kind of cool. I mean, because that's going to be a pretty easy set to get. I mean, it's going to be as easy to get that as Crafty Alfika is. Now, Crafty Alfika, I think, is a great set. For, you know, beginning players when you're trying to jack that magic up. But, oh my god, is there an overload of Crafty Elfique. 
I mean, I oh, think yeah. probably because we're killing a metric crap ton of dragons nowadays. So Crafty Alfique is like freaking everywhere. Yeah. Ooh, we're going to talk like... about dragons too. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, so next we got Dragon Guard Elite. You're going to see this, especially if you're doing the quest line. This will drop at some point for you and your adventures. Um, so at two pieces, 833 weapon crit, three pieces, 129 weapon damage, four pieces, 129 stamina recovery, and at five, this is kind of unique. You gain a stack of Dragon Guard tactics for five seconds when you deal direct damage to an enemy from from the front or sides up to five stacks. Each stack of Dragon Guard tactics increases... Oh my gosh, I... Okay, increases your weapon crit by 476. Holy cow. That you can is, only have one stack every one second. Wow. That's like a scaled-down version of Sororias, but in a stamina set. That is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, it's got way less stacks, but it increases your weapon critical by about the same amount as Sororias would increase your... Uh, spell power. I mean, you're looking at, uh, if this calculator is correct, 2,380 weapon crit at five stacks. That's a stupid amount of weapon crit. Yeah, that's a lot. That's absolutely insane. This will be, use this that be a PvP. fun one to play with. I mean, if you like that stamina thing, whatever. You know, I may put that on the offset for the Bobo. That, that could be fun. That could be great. That yep. could be a lot of fun. All right, so yeah, there's that as well. Um, Wow, Dragon Guard Elite. All right, so uh, for the heavy set, Senshal Defender, 1096 max stam, 1206 max health, uh, 1096 max magic over at five pieces, dealing direct damage with a non-heavy attack grants you one persistent stack of Senshal's duty up Ooh, to 10 stacks. That sounds dirty. Senshal's <laughs> duty. After dealing damage with a fully charged heavy attack, you restore 535 stamina and magicka for each stack of Senshal's duty and consume them. You can only gain one stack of Senshal's duty every one second. Oh, okay. you can only get one stack a second. So, jeez. <laughs> I mean, so look, you're looking at what, like times 10, uh, 5,350. Yeah. Stamina, stamina and magic, and magic for each stack. It's a really good... I mean, especially with the recent changes, that is probably a really cool set to play around with for, I would, for tanks. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. I would agree with that. I know we're going to talk about this in a minute, but dang, these... You know, the dynamic of the game has absolutely changed. Yeah. 100%. Stamina um, and magicka. Yeah, for sure. Can you tell them the crafted? So the crafted sets, the first set, this is our light set. You're going to get Ancient Dragon Guard. Now, it's very important to note that these sets are unavailable until you get through the quest line sufficiently enough to restore the Dragon Guard headquarters. Roger that. Okay, so we shall continue. Copy. The Ancient Dragon Guard, this set uh, gives you up to 1,206 max health up to 109 weapon and spell damage, up to 833 spell crit or weapon crit. And the five-piece bonus, you gain 300 weapon or spell damage while your health is over 50%. And then you gain 3,500 bonus physical and spell resistance while your health is 50% or less. So it makes you stronger with your weapon and spell damage when you're over 
And when you're less than 50%, it makes you tankier. So, it's kind of cool. I want to play around with that one. Yeah. I mean, some of these actually sound really, really fun for PvP. Because that's, I think, where that would be most important. Is, yeah. Yeah, especially if you're uh, like an ultimate dependent um, or an ultimate region kind of build. You know, especially if you already got a Nord. If you're rocking a Nord for your stamina... I mean, a stamina class, and then on top of that, you've got minor heroism, heroism for eight seconds, generating that one ultimate. Right. Yeah. Very true. I like it. The uh, medium set is called Daring Corsair. That's very pirate, I'm just saying. Uh, up to 129 stamina recovery, up to 129 magicka recovery for a three-piece. Four-piece, you're gaining 833 weapon or spell crit. And the five piece reduces the cost of your weapon abilities by 10% magicka or stamina. Stop that. After casting a weapon ability, gain minor heroism for eight seconds, generating one ultimate every second and a half while in combat. That can occur every eight seconds. Apologies, I was talking about the wrong set. I was a set ahead. Anyway, I think that the Ancient Dragon Guard would be great for. Dragon Knights. Anyway, continue. Sorry. Two-handed. Wow. Yeah. You... I remember my first beer. I... <laughs> no, I was looking at Chad, and I came back to the wrong set and read it wrong. No, no, anyway. seriously. I remember my first beer. It f***ed me up, too. <laughs> so, you do your thing. Okay. You do your thing. It's best to have some bread. I would like to point out I'm drinking whiskey, not beer, and I am all here. It's so best to have some bread to soak up some of those bad decisions. Just saying. All right. Mind the heavy set. The heavy set is called the New Moon Acolyte. This. Ooh, that's not a heavy set. This right here. Oh, New here, Moon. That's a light set. This is a light set, and ooh. they're calling this possibly the new best in slot. Yeah, that's a very, that's a very one. sexy light set. It's called the New Moon Acolyte. Yep. Gain up to uh, two PC gain up to 833 weapon or spell damage. Up to 129 weapon and spell damage for three piece. Four piece gives you 1487 physical and spell penetration. <laughs> That's what she said. And five pieces, you get 481 weapon and spell damage. <laughs> oh, buddy. Increase the cost of your acts of your active abilities by five percent. That's the freaking kicker, friends. Yeah. You but... gain a metric crap ton of either weapon or spell damage. But your sustain is going to be an issue. So the way that I look at something like this is you're going to have to put some kind of sustain back on your jewelry for the most part to balance this out. But it's how you balance it out. You may end up with maybe an additional 200 to 300 more either weapon or spell damage. So this would be a really fun set to play with and see where you land with it. But I think New Moon Acolyte is going to be a set that is very, very much used. I agree 100%. And really, it's... In the past, I've said there is not a single bad set in ESO, mainly because it comes down to the idea of what you want for your character, how you want to play them, and completing the puzzle for your character that best complements your play style. So whatever you're going for, piecing two different sets together, um, 
this set right here, I really feel like it's going to be amazing for PvP. Amazing for PvP. And also, I really look forward to seeing where it goes for PvE. I think that set will be outstanding in PvE as long as you have a healer to buff you. If you okay. can have yep. if you can See have that? somebody sending you synergies that are offsetting that the cost of your weapon abilities by 5%, the increase in your cost of weapon abilities, right. you will be golden. But you might be dependent on that. So for like a trial set, that might be pretty freaking solid for a DPS. But yeah. you're going to have to have a, a healer where you can take synergies from. See, on top of that, it, it's just... You know, the more and more, and I know we're going to talk about this in a second, and I really don't want to talk about it too much, but just the more and more that we get into this new patch, you really get this sense of things are being... Where things were abroad before, they're really kind of starting to focus things down to a microscope. And I really feel like the most minute set changes, even if it's your your um, support set, that's just what I'll call it. Not your main set, but your support set. So whether that's your, your jewelry, your, your weapons, whatever. Complementing your main set, just the most minute changes can change everything. Your damage will change, your crit will change. It will just drastically just yeah. change. And 5%, 5% increasing the cost of your active abilities by 5%. That is significant especially if that's applied to something like a spammable that's going to add up quicker than you want it to so let's okay so let me ask you this Jibs do you want to hit the new titles and then talk about the freaking 800 pound gorilla in the room or do you want to do that first and then uh, hit titles no 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 I think right now let's just let's just skip titles if we get there we get there let's talk about what makes sense which is the 800 pound gorilla so fun okay well, well, if we get there, we get there. But this makes sense. This this is good flow. So go ahead. Okay. So I think I think a lot of people were probably waiting for us to talk about this part. Now I will. I'm, I'm not even going to give a disclaimer here because the way things used to be for for Jibs and I w- were that we were new to the game. We were never claiming to be experts at anything, and really, in a lot of ways, we're still not. But we are a lot more effing knowledgeable about the game a year and a half later than we were when we started this podcast. We play this game every stinking day. So I think we're a little bit more well-versed in the way that things work now and playing with different builds and so on and so forth. So that being said, we're going to take a stance just like the rest of the entire community on these recent changes now some people might think that that stance is one way other people might think it's another way we might lose listeners the bottom line is we don't give a shit this is who we are we've always been who we are and we're gonna tell it like it is but at the same time with respect to the developers that make this game They put their lives and souls into this game. Okay? So that's the place that we are coming from when we talk about these changes. Yep. Okay. A few weeks ago, 
I, I put a post out. I was talking about my Templar. How in love I was with my Templar. Because in PvE, my Templar was a beast. Like, insane damage. When I was in a group, it was just like, even, even for a regular dungeon, it was like, we blasted through everything. I'm not saying that it was 100% because of my Templar. But dude, when you're doing like 50-60% of the damage and you can see that your numbers are just insane you tend to fall in love with that character it was look if we're being honest it was probably broken yeah because yeah. it was unreal dps unreal. insane real like should not be there real dps right so and and uh, I guess we should kind of preface it with this. There were a ton of other changes to this game. A ton of other ones. We already talked about the new zone and the dragon finale, uh, the dragon, uh, dragon guard season finale. Amazing. Outstanding. Unbelievable. The new dragons are freaking great. I'm like totally summarizing right now. The new item sets we just covered. Um, one of the things that we wanted to hit is the base game changes. The activity finder. Freaking phenomenal. Outstanding. Oh my gosh. The, Agreed. The, um, the frames per second. My frames per second in busy areas are freaking crazy right now. Like really, Agreed. really good. So the yep. optimization stuff, amazing. Absolutely. Um, Alliance War changes. They've been great. I have not experienced any lag. I have not experienced any problems at all. Battlegrounds are running so freaking smoothly, including oh gosh, yeah. the matchmaking system. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. speeding through all this to get to my point. The point is this. My Templar took a massive hit. Okay, when I say massive, when I'm used to doing... And I'm not even that good of a player. When I'm used to doing in between 40 and like 55-ish thousand DPS... And then I'm knocked down at least 10,000. And with my Templar, it was a lot bigger. Because I noticed a huge change as soon as I went into PvP. I was like, oh, boy, <laughs> this has changed. <laughs> this is different. <laughs> I was getting melted super quick. So we are not going to go through every single one of these changes for every single one of these classes. All yeah. that I know is that I've spent the last two days... Testing three different characters. I tested my Sork. I tested my Templar. And on a whim, I tested my Magicka Warden. Okay? Yep. Different sets. Different builds. I tested them at the dummy and in PvP for two straight days. And right. it was a I've been off work. So I've been doing a lot of effing testing. <laughs> So I've come to this conclusion. And Jibs, I'm not I'm gonna try not to monopolize this too much because I know you want to talk too. No, 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 it's fine. Go ahead. I really feel like this is important. I have noticed over those couple of days in testing the Sork, the Templar, and the Magicka Warden. And these are all it's all Magicka, because that's what I play mostly. I've noticed about a 10k DPS decrease. Okay. Okay. Big change. Big, big change. And no, they haven't morphed the content. They're not 
decreasing the difficulty in dungeons, trials, bosses, nothing like that. Why would they do that? Why would they change both the character abilities and the amount of DPS that you can put out, the amount of effectiveness of your character, and change the world effectiveness? That makes zero sense. And that's not what they did. They were finding, at least this is my understanding, Zoss was finding that the content was getting too easy. And some of these upper echelon guilds were just crushing the hard content. And for me to play a Templar in PvP and come out of it and have 16, 18 kills, I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? It's cash. I suck at this freaking game. And I was crushing it with the right gear, using the right skills at the right time. When I'm crushing it like that, there's a freaking issue with balance. So this is the way that I look at it. Nightblades were nerfed hard. People started to go away from Nightblades, okay? My Magicka Warden, who I want no more than anything else on this earth than to be my main tune, was unoptimized, not functional, only the top tier players I I feel could make that character work. Now in these three days of testing, my Magical Warden parsed higher than any other character, which made me go like, seriously, what the f- is happening right now? <laughs> I was so freaking stoked. Right. Here's my point without taking this too, too far. They made a balance to bring the good characters up, the, the good characters down and the characters that needed love up to balance everything out. Now, if this means that there's a new baseline for all of the characters and you're one of those people out there that are complaining and whining and toxicating, toxicating, is that a fucking word? I don't know. I don't it, know, but she's made one. I like it. Yeah. So making toxic this community that we love so much because you've lost 10k DPS, get the F over it. This is called a balancing issue. Is it a pain in the ass? To have to go back and change skills, specs, champion points, um, gear. Yeah, it's a royal pain in the ass. It is. Is it a pain in the butt to have to change characters and maybe something else that you like that maybe you feel is a little bit stronger? Yeah, it's a royal pain in the ass. But in the grand scheme of things, would you rather go into PvP and get absolutely owned by the same class every single time? Or would you rather have... People playing only one class, Templar, Magicka Templar, all the time. At least a lot of my friends are only playing Magicka Templars because they were so freaking powerful all the time. It was unreal. It was insane. So what I'm saying is, keep an open mind to these changes. Do I necessarily want to do all this stuff and have to change and test and all this? No, but it's the ebb and flow of a game. So my trust is with Zoss. I don't care if I'm doing 10k less DPS, and here's why. We still ran vet pledges last night, and I was on an unoptimized Magicka Warden, unsure about my, my build, unsure about my gear, all that stuff, on vet. No problem. We adapted. We got through it. It was no big deal, because your skill has a lot to do with what you're doing here. 
So the changes, although they may feel massive to you right now, this is a giant balancing thing. So get over yourselves. Get off your high horse. Stop being toxic in chat and on forums. And oh, I'm going to quit the game. You know what? Effing see you later. Bye. If you cannot handle the ebb and flow of the way balance actually works. And Jibs and I talked about this today. How are we going to present this? Are we going to seem like fanboys and all that stuff? I don't care. I don't care what you think about how we how we present this. We are open people. We love this game. We love the changes that are being made because we think they're being made for the greater purpose. Trust me, I did not want to spend two days going through all of my characters and trying to make sure that I could find something viable. And oh my God, I had a ton of oh my God moments over the last couple of days. <laughs> I seriously did. We had a lot, me yeah. and Jibs had a lot of conversations, had a lot of conversations with some outstanding players and lore seekers. And we talked about like, it's really not that much of a difference. It's just a massive lowering of the basic level that we were just used to and leveling out some things that needed to be reworked. So overall, I got to be honest with you. Good changes. We're open to it. I'm playing with it. And I get to play my Magicka Templar again. He's viable. I can't even freaking believe it. He was pulling some incredible DPS today. Comparatively. Comparatively. 10k down. I'm fine with it. If everybody's 10k down, it's not really 10k down, is it? And you can still get through your content. So, that being said, I'm going to freaking throw the conch to jibs. I'm off my high horse. I am completely comfortable with these changes because it's going to be the new norm. And once you find out it's going to be the new norm, you're going to be okay too. I'm going to say this, uh, going off that, I think it was extremely well said, and I don't think I can say it any better, so I'm just going to add to it. Um, the, the changes in the game have been drastic uh, in a lot of ways, but it's in a good drastic. And uh, <laughs> Cash was talking about you know going through his characters. I was there for that today. We were going through things. And Cash, can I kind of talk about the conversation we had? I was in, in, in scared shit. All right. So, yeah. So Cash was like, dude, I don't. And it was just, it was just one of those moments where you hear someone talk and you realize that they're getting hit from all different directions as far as I don't know what to do. And I'm going to say this, and this wasn't just an example of Cash, but I'm saying this to everybody who is here. I'm going to tell you the same thing I told Cash. Now is the time, more than ever, for you to decide for yourself, not for anybody else, for yourself, what class you enjoy playing. It has to be more than the damage that you're putting out. It has to be more than what the current flavor of the month is. It has to be something that resonates with you on a very deep level. Just like when you go all those years back to Skyrim. You go back to all those years to Oblivion, maybe Morrowind, heck, maybe even Daggerfall. What was the one thing that you did that hit you in the face every time that you that brought joy to you, that you got to log in, that you got to enjoy the character that you had built? Magic Warden. And that, <laughs> that is exactly 
what you need to do here. You need to decide for yourself what it is, what class it is, what race it is, what hits you right in the heartstrings every time you log in. And then, then you figure out the puzzle to make that class work. Because now more than ever, you need to play what you love. And I will say this till I'm blue in the face. You're already blue. All right, thanks. Figure out the sets that complement your class. It's always going to be a puzzle. So I would rather you, Cash, and every listener who is listening, and our entire community, everyone over the ESO fam hashtag, play what you love and spend the time, take the time to figure out what makes that work. Because that is what's going to keep you enjoying the game. That's what's going to keep you logging in every day. It's more than patch notes. It's more than your Twitter Twitter notifications. Oh, man, they like this screenshot of me. No, 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 no. Let's focus in on the microscope here. And that is, what is it that you like? i tell you that what makes it work. What's that? Zons, Sororias, Mother Sorrow, <laughs> and a Maelstrom Flamestaff on the back bar. There you go. That's what makes it work. <laughs> there you go. I've and done you know what? so it's... much testing, so much testing in the past couple days, and I'm not kidding you. Literally right before the show, I had that combo on my bar. I had, I had that gear, and my Magical Warden was hitting like a truck on the six mil go. dummy. And I was like, yes, <laughs> I go. have succeeded. And oh, how did that make rules. you feel? How did that make you feel like, on the class that you love? Like my Magical Warden is viable again. There you go. Yeah. There you go. And that on a deeper level brings you to a deeper love and appreciation and a connection to not only the game, but also our Lore Seeker community, people who listen all over the world, etc. All those things. All Rancho because... Rich. I feel so close you, to Rich right now. <laughs> <laughs> all because you took the extra time into what you love. Yes, I know Nightblades took a massive hit in the nuts. Well, guess what? If that's your class, go figure it out. Take on that challenge. Go. That's the best part, and I've said this in the past. Change is... Uh, no, this is a Star Wars Galaxy change. This is... Oh, change is some, the best changes is the best things in MMOs. Yeah. Seriously. This is not the new Galaxy Experience, Star Wars Galaxies <laughs> fans, that completely no. effing no. screwed that game in all the places that no. their freaking bathing suit covers. No, this is not that. This is just a very large rebalancing of game mechanics. That's all it is. That's right. Just and get I, used to it. You're yeah. going to be just fine. So I would say this, and then I'm done, and we can move on. Play what you love and take the time to figure it out. You can do it. That's what's going to keep you coming back. That being said, I'm rolling a new sort. That was my... (laughs) That was (laughs) my bread and butter. That was my class. And it took me this long to realize it. I'm going to go back. I want to figure this shit out. I want to take the time to figure it out and make it the best that I can because that, yeah. to me, like Cassius Warden, Jibs was a Sork before, before long, before years before them. Lore Seekers, before I initially killed them. Yeah. That's what I rolled, and I want to get back to it and figure it out. So if I'm doing it, you can do it. And on top of all of that, which is fastest here? 
That means yeah. a shit ton of XP. Right. Get in there, get to leveling, and have fun, because that's what it's about. Yeah. Rant off. Rant off. I'm going to do just a, a real quick, this is m- less of a rant and more of a quick tip. My friends, like Jib said, if you had a class that's out there that you have wanted to try that maybe wasn't as viable before, just know this. Sustain is an issue. If they end up messing with it a little bit to help people out, your sustain is going to be more important now than ever because of this rebalancing. So just know that going into it. But consider this a baseline if you either have had issues with a character that you love or if you want to make something new that you've always wanted to roll, this is the perfect time to do it. It's the time. I'm, go yeah. play what you want to play. That's right. I'm right there with you. I am right there with you. We're doing this together. All right? All right. This is good. This is good for the game. I'll say this 100% hands down. I don't care what anyone says. This patch is great for the game. It's great for the future of ESO. And I look forward to seeing where it goes. Because I feel like in a lot of ways, you and I were talking earlier, this is just the beginning. It is. And, you know, when you listen to some of the other content creators out there, and no, I'm not going to mention any names, but there is, there's some angst out there and just people yeah. who are just being little whiny school children over this. Not into it. I'm not into it either. And it's like, you know what, man, you either love a game for this entire experience or you only love it for the little tiny thing that you like it for. If you're going to be like that, I'm not going to watch your shit for one. And number two... I don't even want to play with you. So that's kind of where I'm at. And and I I really, we don't care what people think about, about our experiences or the things that we say. This is how we feel. And that's what our show is all about. If you don't like it, about. there is an unsubscribe. It's okay. It's I mean, okay like if you don't agree with what we're saying. We can agree to disagree. I, f- I feel like we've always been heartfelt honest. Like, I, d- I don't want to... And this is truly how we feel. Like, I, I don't want to, I will never, ever, ever, ever again. And I learned this and I talked to you a long time ago to all who listened when I used to do the show, The Level Up Morning Show. At one point, I went through the edit and I thought, who is this person? <laughs> this isn't me. And so the way that we convey our things here are as real as we possibly can get. This is legitimately how we feel. And I know it's not always going to resonate with people. And I'm sorry if it doesn't. But that being said, I'm ready for Lord Hollowjack. If you are, my friend. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? (laughs) Yes, I am. The season is upon us once again, my spoopy friends. (laughs) Ooh. Can you lower that just a little bit? <laughs> yeah, I'm bringing the outside a little I'm hot. like, holy <laughs> shit, somebody flush a toilet? <laughs> oh, it's a little hot. Sorry, folks. My friends, what better way to celebrate the darkest and most sinister time in all of Tamriel than to delving into the lore of one of the most anticipated ESO events, the Witches Festival. So this week, last week we talked about Nocturnal. This week we're going to talk about the Lord of Mortal Fears himself, Lord Hollowjack. This is a really freaking hard name to mention, but I'm going to give it my best shot. Hallowgzek is also known 
as Lord Hollowjack. He is the Daedric Lord who rules over the demiplane of Detritus. Also known as the Fear Daedra, Halugzek manifests as a pumpkin specter, a nightmarish humanoid pumpkin who manifests his power by metaphysically feeding on the terrors of men in myrrh in the midst of their prayers to the divines in hopes of taking away their fears. What does that mean? When something scares the living crap out of a mortal and they're praying to whatever divine they choose, Lord Hollowjack slips in. When they're begging for mercy from the divines, Hollowjack appears and whispers into their ears. With his long, talon-tipped fingers, he soaks up every ounce of your fear to power his ill intentions. Fun fact. Pumpkin specters, as Lord Hollowjack is, are terrifying pumpkin creatures that are typically summoned by hedge wizards during the Witches Festival on the 13th of Frostfall each year. It is currently unverified if all pumpkin specters are actually Daedra or something else. So thought to be associated with the Daedric Prince Hercene, who is known as the Huntsman, the father of man-beasts, Hollowjack makes his appearance during the Witches' Festival. Now, during this time, the portals between Nern and Hollowjack's realm of Detritus are open. Detritus has been described as a half-world demiplane of oblivion, brimming with untold horrors. Detritus is dedicated to Hollowjack's terrifying purpose of feeding on the fears of mortals. It is known for having a claustrophobic series of small spaces cluttered with the lost personal items of the lost and dreadful memories of his mortified victims. So, Detritus is not a land. It is a series of rooms and enclosed spaces that are filled with the nightmares and the internal torments of the dead. Hollowjack thrives in this environment, and according to him, quote, mortals fear most what is inside themselves. Freaking freaks me out. Anyway, fun fact. Are you uh, pucker up a little bit? There? Yes, just a bit. Well, you know. Fun fact. During the Witches' Festival, the markets of Tamriel are flooded with numerous gruesome items from Hollowjack's realm of Detritus. Some of the items from this realm include Daedra skulls, flame skulls, and wraith lanterns. Undead mounts, such as horses, sench, and wolves, can be summoned from Detritus, although some choose to believe they are only figments of the school of illusion magic and not actually real. Hmm. I think they're real. So within the history of Tamriel, personal accounts of folk tales of Hollowjack's mortal victims describe them being driven mad with fear in response to recurring visits from evil Daedra. According to the Sigic archives, these individuals are known as Hollowjack's Haunted. We're going to talk a little bit more about that in a minute. Now, the Nibbanese tell of a legend of Hollowjack, where he has a strong connection to ordinary house cats. If a cat resides in a dwelling where a mortal is murdered, Hollowjack 
will haunt the spirit of the house cat to remain in the mortal world forever to torment the murderer. I thought that was super freaking obscure, by the way. I was like, okay. Right? Nibbanese freaking weirdos. Anyway. Fun fact. Hollow Jack bears a very strong resemblance resemblance in body and spirit to Jacko the Hollow, the haunting spirit of a hollow in Rivenspire. Jacko the Hollow res- returns to Tamriel on the night of the Witches' Festival and curses the mounted riders of Tamriel to ride headless, holding a carved pumpkin through the night. Fun fact. If you have one of the hollow jack mounts, that's exactly what it looks like. Okay. The Wraith of Crows is also known to wander the landscape of Tamriel during the Witches' Festival and may or may not be a polymorph. These otherworldly creatures are made of several Daedric crow-like entities that morph into a skeletal humanoid with large black wings. Strangely enough... They manifest from Nocturnal's realm of Evergloam, which we talked about last week. Some actually have the ability to speak, and mortals have been known to take on the form of the Wraith of Crows with the use of a polymorphic magic. The legends of Hollowjack have been touted as just rumor, illusion, illusion magic, or maybe folklore. However, there are just too many mortal accounts of the creature to deny his existence. Take, for instance... This lore book, Lord Hollowjack's Dread Realm, as written by Sulian Darnazan, a psychic proctor of abyssal fragments. And this book can actually be found in Murkmire. And here's an excerpt from the book. Let me introduce you to the reality behind the legends. Hollowjack is a unique greater Daedra who bears the title Lord of Mortal Fears and takes his province the placatory worship of all men and myrrh who are driven by fear to pray for divine intervention. According to Hollowjack, such worshipers belong to him in heart, if not in soul, and he derives supernatural power by feeding on their terror. The metaphysical mechanism of this fear feeding is a mystery as it does not fall into any of the mystical categories of the old ways as we Sigics understand them. But just as we can't deny the existence of flame spells just because we don't study destruction magic, we can't discount Daedric fear feeding just because we can't explain it. There are too many verified accounts to attest it. Now I said, according to Hollowjack, as if we had the Daedra Lord's personal testimony or interviews to draw upon, but such is not the case. Hollowjack is an elusive fellow who appears to mortals only long enough to make their most dreaded fears come true. However, there are many folktales of the fearful being driven mad by their fears in the form of repeated visitations by by Lord Hollowjack, a class I refer to as Hollowjack's Haunted, who provide us with a long through fragmentary literary tradition of personal accounts of the fear Daedra, and we can draw upon these for glimpses of their persecutor. Consider this excerpt from the archived journal in our library filed as Haunting Number 427, and it reads, 
sometimes Petra, has multi-day shifts where she has to spend several nights deep in the mine. And then he comes and tells me softly that the ceiling will collapse, as it did on me, and Petra will never return. He steeples his long, long fingers as he speaks, talons tapping against one another, tip, tip, tap, except when he points at my eye for emphasis. So when the witches' festival comes around again, and you hear the merchants and mountbanks jesting about Lord Hollowjack, and frightening children by waving long fingers in their faces, think about the <laughs> truth behind the jokes. Have some compassion for the terrified, and try to believe the stories they tell. Most importantly, when it's night and they're afraid, make no desperate prayers for succor. You might not like how they are answered. Wow. Ending wow. for effect. Ending for effect. <laughs> wow. I pissed myself. I literally did. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. That was good. Am I right, chat? And everybody listening. The reading at the end was a little long, but it had to be read for effect. Had to be done. Had to be done. Tension breaker. Wow. That was good. Thank you. Wow. Okay. Good stuff, buddy. Well done. Thank you. Wow. Wow. I'm going to have to go back and hear that again. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Lore Seekers. We hit on all kinds of things. Spoiler free first impressions. Take on the patch notes. Moving forward. Lord Holojack. Hot damn. This was a good episode. Whew. No, All right, if you enjoyed this, was a this long show, <laughs> it's a good Sorry. one, man. I could go another hour. Uh, wow, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, we hope whatever platform you're listening on, you will leave us a review. But we do ask for every review that we get on iTunes, for every five star review that we get on iTunes, we will give you love with a shout out on the show. So please send us your reviews. We would love to hear from you. And as always, if you have a comment about the patch notes, things with Dragonhold, etc., you know, if it's spoiler free whatever if you want to talk story that's fine spoiler free sure call us 765-382-6961 you can call us anytime 24 7 it goes straight to our voicemail um don't worry you don't have to be nervous i think some people are nervous i get that often just call it's all good we'll play here on the show try to keep your uh voicemails around a minute or less if you want to be considered for the uh for the mailbag segment you can always email us lore seekers podcast at gmail.com. We'll also answer emails here on the show as well. And if you're looking to join the Lore Seekers Guild or more so the community, and we are everywhere. We are global. We have people and continents all over the place. And um, if you just want to come be a part, be a place that's a safe place, a good place to game, a good place to meet friends and lasting friendships, you can do so. Visit loreseekerspodcast.com forward slash guild. By the way, you don't have to play ESO to be in this guild or community. All right, this is for Elder Scrolls fans. That's what this is for, now more than ever. So, lowseekerspodcast.com forward slash skill, download Discord, join our Discord server, and apply by typing slash apply and apply to Guild Channel. You'll get a DM of the application, fill it out, and it'll go straight to us, and we'll review it. All right, hope you make it in. 
You can find the show wherever podcasts are free. We don't charge for any of our content. Everything from the tippity top to the very bottom, 100% free for you. We believe in giving it to you for free, all right? Until you Extra Life. And then you you're going to have to fork out some dough. <laughs> you fork out that money for them kids, all right? All right, all right, all right. So, yeah, November 2nd. Mark it on the calendar. Please come watch the stream. Uh, more Lore Seeker content. YouTube.com forward slash Lore Seekers. You can visit our, our website, loreseekerspodcast.com. Every single lore lesson, every single episode, or maybe you need, like, uh, educating on um, ESO. It's all there in our ESO 101s. You've got things from SideQuest. Cash is done from the hearth where he does uh, actual cooking episodes. Oh, all right? of course you mentioned that. Now I haven't done that all in a few months. Now i got to do another one. Well, that's all right. you got one coming up for Christmas, right? Right? Sure. Right? So, I'm going to anyway, make whiskey. Yeah. There you go. Uh, where can they find us on social media? You can find Jibs at Jibs IRL on Twitter. You can find myself, Lore Seeker Cash. The cash is with a K on Twitter. Most importantly, follow the show. We're on Twitter at Lore Seekers Cast. We're on Instagram at Lore Seekers. And we're right here at our home on Twitch, twitch.tv forward last Lore Seekers podcast. I do want to do a quick shout out. Okay. Our community is getting big. One thing that I want to reiterate to anybody out there, people out there are dealing with all kinds of crap. The world is a gnarly freaking place. People have all kinds of things going on. Whether you're shy, introverted, extroverted, have anxiety issues, don't like being around people, we understand that. If you are looking for a safe place to play this game, come and join us. We have the most amazing leadership team we're so proud of them. We're very proud of how things are handled in chat. How we're bringing people into our chat to play the game that normally wouldn't do that. That would be out of their realm. But people are coming out of their shell with us. And it absolutely warms our hearts. So please, if you feel that way, come join us. Have a absolutely. blast playing this game. That's what this is all about. Absolutely. I, uh... Wow. I can't say that any better. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, to everyone here in chat, thank you also for joining us. Thank you all for the kind words. Everything I'm seeing right now, it's amazing. Thank you so much. Um, have a great week in gaming. Stay safe. Be awesome. And extend that ESO fam love to someone else. Buy them coffee. If you're in a drive through pay for their meal. Be awesome to one another because the world needs more of that. All right? We love what you. What if they like tea? We'll see you next week. What if they want a tea? What if they want a matcha? Don't be California. Oh, it's totally California. Sorry. That is California. Sorry. I forgive you. Yeah. <laughs> Deuces, everybody. <laughs>